Barney Frank. Who? Harry Reid. Don't know. Don't know that person. What, what do you think of Harry Reid? Who is Harry Reid? Barney Frank. Don't know him. What do you think of Barney Frank? I've never heard of that person. Who is he? Uh, he's a congressman. How about okay. Nancy Pelosi? I've heard of her. What do you think of her? Um, I think she's a fair lady. Do you know if she's a Democrat or a Republican? No, I can't say that. I don't know for sure. How about Harry Reid? Haven't heard of him. And what do you think of Barney Frank? I don't really know him. How about Nancy Pelosi? Don't know her either. Harry Reid? Don't know him either. Um, which of those people wore clothes that their party spent $150,000 on? Phelan. Which has a pregnant teenage daughter? Phelan again. Which wore clothes that their political party spent $150,000 on? Sarah Palin, I think. Which of the four has a pregnant teenage daughter? Palin. Which wore clothes that their party spent $150,000 on? Palin. Which has a pregnant teenage daughter? Palin. Uh, which has a pregnant teenage daughter? Sarah Palin. Which of the four candidates has a pregnant teenage daughter? <laughs> Palin. <laughs> which wore clothes that their Political party spent $150,000. Sarah Palin. Which has a pregnant teenage daughter? Sarah Palin. Which of the four has worn clothes that their political party has spent $150,000 on? Palin. Sarah Palin. Which has a pregnant teenage daughter? Sarah Palin. Which has a pregnant teenage daughter? Sarah Palin. Which of the four has a pregnant teenage daughter? Palin. Uh, which of the four wore clothes uh, that their party spent $150,000 on? Palin. Which uh, of the four wore clothes that their party spent $150,000 on? I know that was Palin. <laughs> they made a big deal about that. But you got to look pretty, right? <laughs> which of the four has a pregnant teenage daughter? That was Palin. Which, which of the candidates has a pregnant teenage daughter? <laughs> Palin. They're our next door neighbors, and you can actually see Russia from land here in Alaska. And I can see Russia from my house. <laughs> Which said that they could see Russia from their home? Oh, that would be uh, Palin. That woman, Sarah Palin. Uh, Palin. Oh, uh, Sarah Palin. 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 Sarah Palin. I can't think of a name right now. Sarah Palin? Sarah Palin. There we go. Uh, Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. Palin. <laughs> uh, I've now been in 57 states. I think one left to go. Which claim to have campaigned in 57 states? <laughs> Sarah Palin? I don't know. 57 states? Probably Sarah Palin. 50. I have no... 57 states. <laughs> I don't know. Is that Palin? <laughs> 57. I don't know. Sarah Palin? 
57 saves. That sounds like something Sarah Palin would say. <laughs> McCain. I'd put that on Palin. Um, McCain. Which won their first election by getting their three opponents from their own party kicked off the ballot? I don't know. That sounds like something Sarah Palin would do, but I don't know. Sarah Fallon? Oh my God. I don't know who. Obama. Are you serious? Wow. Huh. Sarah Palin. Ah, oh, was that McCain? I don't I don't have a record of that. Hmm. That probably had to be McCain. Mark my words. It will not be six months before the world tests Barack Obama like they did John Kennedy. Which said that Obama would be tested in his first six months by international crisis? I don't know. Uh, McCain. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> hmm. McCain. 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 Which had to quit a past presidential campaign because he was found to have plagiarized a speech? Probably McCain. Wow. Um, I don't know, but that's exciting. Who? Joe Biden. Are you serious? Shut up. Don't know that one. Which uh, no, I don't know. It's just that it will bankrupt them because they're going to be charged a huge sum. Which said that his policies would bankrupt the coal industry and make energy prices skyrocket? I don't know. Maybe Biden. He has a way of putting his foot in his mouth. <laughs> I heard that. I haven't really looked into that one, but it did make headlines. Did you find that troubling? Uh, I don't have a lot of trust in the media to know where that was coming from. McKay. McKay? I think McKay. McKay. And, and I think when you spread the wealth around, it's good for it. Which said that the government should redistribute the wealth? I don't know. So you agree that government should redistribute the wealth? Yeah. Redistribute the wealth? I like it. From from what I know about it, which might not even be the right thing, I like it. To redistribute wealth? I don't know. It sounds like a good thing, but... <laughs> what do you think of Bill Ayers? Oh, I don't, I don't know who he is. You don't know who Bill Ayers no, is? No, I don't. What do you think of Bill Ayers? I don't too much know anything about him. Bill Ayers? I don't know. I washed up terrorists. I don't know Bill Ayers. Do you want to see again? What do you think of Bill Ayers? No, I don't know him. Have you heard about Bill Ayers? Yes, but I don't know the details. Um, where do you get most of your information? NPR and... PBS. So where do you get your, your information from? Mostly from the news medium. What kind of news TV, medium? TV, CNN, uh, Bill Maher is a great one. I don't watch a lot of media. Yeah. So who do you like to get your news from? Um, I don't have a TV, so, you know, I read the New York Times, but BBC, I guess, if I watch TV, or like um, CNN, maybe. Do you like MSNBC? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like Jon Stewart. <laughs> you get your news from Jon Stewart sometimes? <laughs> Colbert Report. I think I'm not as informed as I thought I was. 
Um, but I still don't think I would change my vote. In behalf of the Muslims of America, I present before you a documentary film in helping and training oppressed Muslims. They got home guard at the gate. Just go up there and park on the road and walk down that gate and see how you're treated. Leave him with the car so he has somebody to call for help. gratuitously uh, and insanely strengthening al-Qaeda with the release of Yemenis who are being held in our custody. We already know that some of those who were released in the Bush years are the leaders of al-Qaeda in Yemen today. There were six Yemenis released last month and now we've apparently negotiated an agreement with the government that it will hold on to these. Well, I'm not so sure it's going to work. We already know that all the attackers on the U.S. as a coal, all of them who were held in Yemen, are now free, either released or, or broke out of jail. So that's a, a, a rather weak straw uh, that you want to lean on. And the, the, the issue is, is with the 91 Yemenis remaining in Guantanamo, uh, there's no way, and these are the worst of the worst because a lot of them already are released. Why do we have a president who, who keeps maintaining again and again that his priority number one in the war on terror is the closing of Guantanamo? I just want to ask one question because what we heard on Sunday all from spokesman after spokesman is it's a rallying uh, cry, it's a tool of terrorism. Imagine if Guantanamo disappeared overnight in a tsunami today. Would that make any difference whatsoever on recruiting for Al-Qaeda in Yemen, Saudi Arabia or Afghanistan? It would make none. The list of grievances, excuses or causes of Al-Qaeda is endless. Closing Guantanamo will do only one thing. It will strengthen Al-Qaeda because it will help the recruiting in the sense of sending them already hardened terrorists who will take up the fight again. Hi, I'm Joy Brighton, Columbia MBA and former Wall Street trader. The information presented here has been compiled by an international team of counterterrorism, national security, and Sharia law experts as well as human rights activists, both Muslim and non-Muslim. Lately, we've been hearing about a fast-growing new market on Wall Street called Sharia Islamic Finance, also known as Islamic Banking. For example, in December 2008, AIG announced they are offering socially acceptable Sharia insurance in America. In February of 2009, Al-Qaeda created a video urging Germany 
to avoid a deeper recession and give up Western capitalism, convert to Sharia banking, and live by Islamic principles. So Wall Street and Al-Qaeda are both in favor of Sharia banking? Something is missing from this picture. What are Islamic principles? And what is Sharia? Sharia is not a religion. Sharia is a political movement whose members are dangerous radicals. Its mission is to force conversion of the entire world to Sharia-driven Islam, where church and state become one. Sharia is a political movement, much like communism and apartheid, with a few men in power making promises of a better life. This movement has been more loosely described as radical Islam or political Islam. Its mission is world domination. The method is jihad. Jihad comes in three forms, violent, cultural, and financial. Today, Saudi Arabia, Iran, Sudan, the Taliban, Al-Qaeda, and Hamas rule by Sharia Islamic law, which includes death to infidels who refuse to convert to Islam, execution of Muslims who refuse to live under Sharia law, women being considered the property of men, forced child marriage, and execution of homosexuals. Read the newspapers. The Islamic world is in a bloody battle today. Sharia extremists are killing secular Muslims. This is happening in Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Sudan, Pakistan, Indonesia, Jordan, Turkey, United Arab Emirates, Lebanon, Iraq, Iran, and Afghanistan. And this is not just a war on secular Muslims. Sharia extremists are killing innocent people, men, women, and children, Muslim and non-Muslim, on nearly every continent. Let's go to America. The first Sharia court was legalized in Richardson, Texas in 2007. There is pressure to create more Sharia courts in New Jersey, Minnesota, and California. On New Year's Day, 2008, a Texas father murdered his two Muslim teenage daughters, Amina and Sarah Saeed, for wearing makeup and dating boys. And in February 2009, a Muslim man, highly respected in his community, decapitated his wife after she filed for divorce. These murders are known as honor killings and are justified under Sharia law as a means to restore the family honor. In Jordan, typical sentencing for an honor killing is three months jail time. In 2007, the Chicago Hamdard Center for Domestic Violence had to turn away 647 Muslim women and girls seeking shelter from abusive fathers and husbands. They came from as far away as Kentucky, Wisconsin, and Louisiana. Sharia law allows disobedient wives to be beaten. Books are being censored in America. Sharia law does not tolerate any criticism of Sharia by Muslims or non-Muslims. In July 2007, Alms for Jihad, a book describing how Islamic charity dollars support jihad, was recalled by Cambridge Press, who was accused of slander by a Saudi billionaire. In August 2008, The Jewel of Medina by Sherry Jones, a historical novel about the Prophet Muhammad's nine-year-old bride, was pulled off the presses by Random House after shouts of Islamophobia and threats of violence by American Muslims. In November 2008, the Holy Land Foundation in Texas, an Islamic charity, was shut down for funding terror. There are 27 charities just like this one that are considered sponsors of terror by the U.S. government. So, it makes sense that Al-Qaeda wants Sharia banking. But the question is, why are Citibank, HSBC, UBS, AIG, Dow Jones, MasterCard, and Visa promoting anything having to do with Sharia? And why is AIG talking about Sharia 
a socially acceptable. Berea, a socially acceptable. Is as we mourn the death of our men and women killed at Fort Hood in the worst terrorist attack on American soil since September 11th, the question so many are asking is, how could this have happened? How could such a hate-mongering jihadist ideologue be allowed to serve as an officer in the United States Army? The unforgivable manner in which the Army and law enforcement ignored Hassan's actions prior to his terrorist attack and how so many in government and the media have since attempted to rationalize the attack should be a deafening wake-up call to America.